Aloha, party people. You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 167. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at tandawaiusa.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at tandawaiusa. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. On this episode of the COVID Chronicles, we chat with mid-century tiki and classic car enthusiast Keir Witcher. Keir hails from the land down under, just outside of Melbourne, Australia. We talk about how the coronavirus has found its way to his part of the world and how they're doing their part to flatten the curve and even explore a little bit about what the tiki scene is like in his part of Australia. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider helping us with your support during this challenging time. Stop by DesertOasisRoom.com to check out our merch or leave us a tip. Any purchase or donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this show on the air. Alrighty, grab a cocktail and join me for a trip to the land down under. And give it up for our friend Keir Witcher. Adrian, how are you? Here, aloha. Aloha to you, sir. Are you having a good day there? I am. Actually, I just finished dinner about an hour well, ago. It's almost 8 p.m. here. Well, I've just I've just finished lunch here, and it's um it's what yeah it's nearly uh nearly one o'clock in the afternoon here. Okay. Uh, one o'clock tomorrow for you. Tomorrow, if that makes sense. right? <laughs> right. You're in the future. <laughs> But I don't know. I feel like we're I feel like we're living in the past a bit at the moment. Um, Isn't it crazy? But, uh, oh, it's it's uh, it's bizarre. It's um, I think really the what's going on here is mirroring uh, what's going on in the US. When I listen yeah. to actually, yeah. when I especially when I've listened to your podcast, actually when you're talking to Jason Lee. Um, okay, <clears throat> I was listening to that the other day, and it's pretty much the. The lifestyle changes seem to be fairly similar. Yeah, I'm curious when it all really started falling apart over there. You know, for us, it started maybe about a month ago. And I don't know if we were behind the rest of the world or we were ahead of the rest of the world. Because I know that for some of the Asian countries, they had been in lockdown for months before Mm. it even happened out here in the states, yeah. Well, that's right. I, I think um, you know, just going by media and what have you, it felt like all the um, 
uh, fighting over toilet rolls and everything happened. Uh, I think that's the universal uh, sign of where uh, the coronavirus issues started, doesn't it, in Western society? Um, And I think that sort of happened a couple of weeks before it started happening for you guys. Um, Okay. So... Yeah, I think we were probably a couple of weeks ahead, but then again, we're we're also closer to Asia, I suppose, aren't we? Right. Um, do you, in that regard, do you guys get a lot of Asian tourists there? Oh, absolutely. The Australian uh, tourist tourist industry, which of course is you know going to be in real bother. Um, a lot of Japanese tourists, a lot okay. of, and a lot of Chinese tourists in the last uh, sort of four to five years. Um, there's been a lot of that, and we also we've got a lot of. Uh, Chinese uh, immigrants um, yeah. living in the in the major cities, and certainly it's in Melbourne and Sydney, the two biggest cities. Um, so we also had a lot of, <coughs> pardon me, we had a lot of uh, tourists and their families coming back from overseas, and yeah, a lot of yeah. a, a lot of Australians, um, a lot of their um, holidays, uh, Bali, of course. Sure. Um, and uh, and going up to Hong Kong and Singapore and the like, so yeah, there's a lot of movement in between. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm thinking that since you're closer to Asia, you were probably more prone to, you know, Australia as a whole was probably more prone to contracting that virus yes. sooner than we were, because it just seems a uh, more accessible. You know, it's the other side of the world for us. Yeah, I think so, and I think the I think the um, our ability to respond to it seems to have been fairly similar to the um, what's gone on in the US. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, um, we don't have the same population, so the numbers, you know, we're, what I can't remember what we are at the moment. Okay. We're about twenty five million in total. So okay, uh, and most of the. Um, for people that haven't been to Australia or don't know much about it, most of the population is based on the eastern seaboard. So Sydney's the biggest city. Um, Melbourne, uh, where I am, or just out of Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, is the second biggest city but not far behind Sydney. We're far classier as well. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, And then you've got Brisbane and uh, and over on the west coast you've got, got Perth, which is the most isolated city where I, I spent quite a few years. Um, oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, I spent I spent quite a few years in Perth when I was in the when I was in the navy. The submarines are based ah, over in the west, so uh, okay. I was I was in Western Australia for for quite a few years. Um, I, I only know Perth from the endless summer because yeah, I believe course. that they surfed there, but yeah, I don't know anything anything else about Perth because. All of my friends are in Melbourne, and yes. I think I have one friend in Brisbane. But I, you know, all you tiki people are out there in Melbourne. It seems it's, I don't think there's any tiki people any anywhere else in Australia. There's, it's it's actually interesting. Yeah, well, well, Perth is a very different uh, sort of. I mean, it's Australian, um, but it's it's like a. You know the uh, lifestyle's very different in Perth. It's um, the weather's generally warmer than what it is here in Melbourne. Melbourne's a fairly cool climate. Okay. Um, like today, it's only uh, what is it? It's you know sixty degrees Fahrenheit. I'm just I'm just doing a conversion in my head there. Cause okay. We usually run on Celsius, um, but Perth's usually generally warmer. But yeah, great surfing down. You have a ball down Margaret River. Um, of course, is, is down south in Western Australia. Um, there's great surfing all over. But Australia. you guys are um, in. What's the the season you're in right now? Isn't it? Uh, aren't you coming? Just in? gone into. 
coming just into, gone fall. into fall. Okay, or autumn, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, because I know it's opposite of us, and that's right. We are in spring the, right now. That's one going to be one of the problems with Corona as we're heading into uh, yeah. winter. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there was a doctor that was cautioning that this may end up becoming a seasonal flu, mm. and you know, it's just another strain of the flu now, right? And Correct. that's kind of a scary thought that we, you know, if, if we if we make it through the season, the flu season, which is what it is right now here in the mm. States and we get into summer, it's supposed to slow down in the summer when the weather warms up. But if yes. it returns in the fall and winter and, and it's something we deal with every year. I'll tell you, if there's a vaccine that comes out, <laughs> then oh. I'll be taking that flu shot every season oh. because well, the I, flu, uh, the standard flu shot has just been released in Australia. And, okay. Um, usually, it's no problem getting a flu shot. No, I haven't got it yet. I tried to book in the other day to get it, and that already run out. So they're, ah. I mean, they're bringing them. It's just been a bit mad this year. So, um, oh look, I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned, but I mean. Um, it will it will be a bit different this year, I think, to sure. most years, and that people, a lot of people who ne- didn't bother getting it before, will certainly uh, be getting it. I mean, a lot of people my age, I'm uh, I'm about the same age as you. I'm a 1968 model, so so am I. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, you know, I think people my age will certainly be. Uh, um, uh, you know, I don't getting know, it. I don't normally get the flu shot because in the past it's made me sick before. Yeah. And I know that a lot of times, well, I shouldn't say a lot of times, but all the time, they're typically guessing which strain of the flu they make the the shot with. And they don't yes. always get it right. So maybe the strain of flu that goes around this season is not the vaccine that they've prepared for this season. And it's, I don't know if it's a waste to take it anyway, but... Yeah, it's a hard, it's hard to know, isn't it? You sort of, uh, I mean, I, I will go. I'll go and get it uh, this year. If I lived in Queensland um, or I was over in Perth, I, uh-huh. I probably might. I probably wouldn't bother. Uh, maybe. Sure. Um, but down here, where where um, where I am is uh, a little town called Dalesford, and it's about sixty miles out of Melbourne, and it's um, extremely cold winters. Not not usually snow. We sometimes get snow, but we're sort of on the edge of it, so. Um, hot summers and, and really cold winters and, and sort of low, um, you know, low levels of light in the middle of winter and so, you know, you take your vitamin D supplements and all that right. sort of thing. Oh, wow. Um, it's only for, for a few months where it's it's, it's worst. But, yeah. of course, this year, well, see, all the borders are closed now on the states, which is something yeah. which has never happened in Australia before. So you can't go, usually I go off to Port Douglas or, um, Palm Cove up in uh, far northern Queensland um, for a break in winter just to, you know, yeah, get out of the yeah. cold. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't know whether we're going to be able to do that this year. So, um, uh, yeah, sort of probably got to take all precautions and even though I'm pretty fit and healthy and, um, you know, try and keep my exercise up and what have you, sure. I, you know. I think uh, I'll be taking the flu shot this year just to, of course, <laughs> just, just to make sure, just right. to make sure. Maybe I might have to have. Uh, someone was saying, "Oh, it's good to have, um, you know, more alcohol. That'll kill it off." Right. So, you know, I probably need to ramp that up. 
Um, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys all locked down also there in Melbourne? Yes. So, yeah, so restaurants, the, bars? The, re- the restrictions are you can go out if you're working. We, you know, it, I mean, of course, a lot of people have lost their jobs. So again, sure, it's mirroring yeah. what's happened in the, in the U.S. Yeah. Um, of course, the hospitality industries um basically shut down um but if you're working if you're you're allowed to go out and get exercise so you know you can go cycling you can go you know walking all the gyms and all that sort of thing is shut but yeah um but you can like here yeah you know and swimming pools are shut and sure what have you but yeah so you can still go out but there on yesterday there was a story here in melbourne where um you know, when you're going for your license, you, before you can go for your driver's license when you're a youngster, you've got to do uh, a certain amount of hours, and I don't know what it is, um, right, right. before you're allowed to go for your license. It's all ticked off, you know, so usually people do it with their parents. And, of course, at the moment there's nowhere near as much traffic as there normally is, which sure. I'm assuming yeah. is the same over there. And um, a mother took her daughter out to do some hours and they got pulled over by the police and said, well, this is unnecessary travel. Here, have a $1,600 fine. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I think um, this, <laughs> I think that was the main thing on the news last night. I think they're starting to look, uh, it's like all news services, they're starting to struggle to find something interesting to, yeah, yeah. to uh, report now. But so, yes, it's basically... Uh, any um, unnecessary travellers, you're not allowed to do. So they so, haven't um, they haven't started finding us here yet. Mm. I mean, if and if you were to look out onto the roads, and if you listen to some of the previous episodes I recorded for this series, yep. I've mentioned that I do a three three and a half mile walk every day. It's it changes mm-hmm. based on the route, and yep. sometimes when I get to the main road, it's busy like a normal yeah. day but recently i've been noticing that it's not now i'm noticing that it's really a lot less busy than it was before but yeah if i have to go to the market i will see a lot of cars out there like more than i think there should be you know I, yes. it just feels yeah, like that absolutely. there's too many people out there still oh i think that it, that's a bit like that too i mean certainly um uh, I was down and had to go down to Melbourne for uh, for work last week, and uh, it's it's also school holidays here at the moment until the end of this oh, week. Okay, so okay. it's quite it's usually quiet, a bit quieter anyway. But um, yeah, it was very quiet. But you know, there was still a lot of um, uh, you know all the construction work. There's a lot of construction work going on in Melbourne at the moment, so there didn't seem to be any uh, stoppage of that, right? At right. all. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's certainly very interesting, but yeah, no one's going on holidays and all the rest of it. And this little town where I am is a real, uh, holiday town as well. Okay. So it's got a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, uh, restaurants and, uh, cafes and, and of course they're all shut or some of them are doing takeaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, was I don't, I don't that, know how yeah. sustainable that is uh, for these places in the long term. They're paying big rents, and sure. um, I don't know how how <clears throat> part of me how how sustainable that is in the long term. But anyway, we'll wait and see. I hope they all survive. We, when we come out of the other side of this, it's uh, you certainly don't I want do too. Um, 
I, you know, you don't want your place to look like a ghost town sure. or anything. You know what I mean? So I, I don't, I don't know how bad it's going to be when this is all said and done, because mm. I know that there are a lot of small businesses that are possibly or probably not going to make it. You know. Yes. And, and this is going to change the way that we live for sure. I mean, oh, looking, yeah, looking at what how we're na- today now right mm-hmm. where we're wearing face masks and we're wearing gloves yep. and all of this out in the public you mm-hmm. know when they say that it's okay to not do that anymore i i still might have a little bit of that in my head to be oh, absolutely cautious right yeah. i th- think so adrian I, I i mean i know from the work front, i was just chatting to a, a a friend of mine this morning um and he's saying that he probably when all this is over and done with, he's working from home at the moment. Sure. And um, he uh, he said it may be the case that he never has to go back and work from the office again or he might have to go to the office yeah. once a week or you know, uh, yeah. something like that. I've read a lot um, of that too, people saying that. And, you know, and I, and I guarantee, at least here in the States, I guarantee the insurance companies will have figured some – kind of new yep. policy out and call it pandemic coverage or something Oh yeah, Absolutely. so that if you lose your your job or your sources of income because mm-hmm. of, a, of a pandemic you yep. will have insurance coverage for it so there's a whole new yep. product i oh. think that will be offered <laughs> oh absolutely and i mean it's, it's going to change the world right this this thing that we're going through so yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think our, our government has done a, a reasonable sort of job so far. I mean, it's always easy to stick the boot into any government, isn't it? Um, no sure, matter what sort sure. of politics. But I think our government's done a reasonable uh, sort of job so far, and um, with uh, in regards to giving payments to people, um, they're giving pay, pay a lot of payments to businesses uh, to keep staff on. Um, oh, that's which good. is fantastic, and they've brought in laws. People can't be evicted from their from their homes if they're renters yeah, and they don't own yeah. their own home. That sort of thing. So I think yeah. that's that's terrific. Um, but yeah, it'll be and even things like the airlines. You know, like for for an island state, we're we're extremely dependent on um, on on our airline on Qantas uh, especially. Sure. So of course they're in. And an airline goes into trouble overnight um, oh, yeah. when this happens. Yeah. So, wow. but they'll all get bailed out. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it'll be all fine, and um, you know, we can all go on holidays to Hawaii and everywhere else again soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, has your job been affected? Uh, no, 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 no. Mine's. I'm pretty good. I've, I've effectively I work for myself uh, in manufacturing and what have you. So, I'm 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 pretty good. Things are a bit quieter, but. That's not an issue, and uh, I've got some mates up here. I sort of go in, in my sort of quasi-retirement yeah. uh, type thing. I, I drive down to Melbourne for them a couple of days a week and deliver some free-range eggs, so oh, I, which nice. is quite nice. Actually, it gets me out of the yeah, house. Yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah. that, of course, that's all still really busy. In fact, it's gone uh, berserk, so um, so that's kind of good. So yeah, I, I – yeah. I, um, Life hasn't changed uh, too much for me. You just that's good. You just got to be more careful, you know. I can still get more get more time to go and play with my car and uh, yeah. um, do bits and bits and pieces around the house, and you know, drink a bit more good Australian red wine, that sort of thing. Oh, there you go. There you go. 
I was going to ask if you picked up any new hobbies or anything by having more well, time at home. But if, it, if it's life hobbies, as usual, but I'm just sort of maybe spending a little bit more time on the on the ones that I've got. So, yeah, um, but yeah. of course, you, I can't um, I can't go driving the old MG around town because it's on um, historic registration, and uh, I don't think you're allowed to drive historic cars around at the moment because you're obviously oh, yeah, yeah. not, you know. Because it's leisure, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I occasionally do drive it down to the shops, but generally speaking, I um, I take the old Subaru uh, down to the shops. So, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tempt, I, I certainly don't want a $1,600 fine. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's not something I'm, I'm keen on, but um Look, life hasn't changed too much uh, for me. Um, it's just next week uh, my daughter goes back to school. She's only ten, so it's okay. not um, it's not uh, at the sort of the critical end of school phase right. or anything like that. So uh, she, um, but uh, we're assuming theoretically she's going back to school, but all the schools were shut the week before the school yeah. holidays started. Yeah. So I think that'll all be done online. So just you know, there'll be a lot more time. I'll go back to. My, so so she is online days. then. <laughs> so she's not going to be actually in school. She's going to be doing no. instruction online. Yeah, they're doing yeah. that out here too. Yeah, everything's online now. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of I don't I don't know whether they're talking about it there in the US. Of course, our school year sort of follows the calendar year. So, um, of course, the kids that are doing uh, you know their final year of school, uh, sure. year twelve as we call it here. Um, they're trying to work out what they're going to do. Are they going to cancel the year and are they going to sort of redo it all again yeah, next year or, yeah. or are they going to sort of extend the year and the kids will do their final exams in yeah. sort of January or February as opposed to doing them in uh, November? Um, right. So it's all those sorts of things. It's amazing, isn't it? The, the planet, you know, the country sort of stops for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden the uh, yeah, There's so really. many other things to take into account. Um, yeah, and, and here know. I don't think they even know yet what they're going to do on that regard no. here because my my daughter is a senior in high school, which is twelfth yep. grade, and yep. they sent out an email to all of the parents from the district, and I, I guess the main person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you would call that person. The, president of the district or you know yeah, I, like I, yeah I, I, i'm using the incorrect the, the term i'm using is not correct but the head of the district sent out a note that tried to address all of the different issues and yeah. of course that one was the issue that was most concerning for us because my daughter was supposed to be graduating in a few months but instruction has been frozen at the moment and mm, yeah. I think they're still trying to figure out how they're going to address all of that. So, yeah, it's a pretty tough time, and it's it's tough enough for for kids at that age as it is with all the study and oh, alone yeah. having to worry about all these things. It's um, you know, yeah, um, it's it's very 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 tough for them. Um, yeah. I think when they're you know like my daughter's age at ten and eleven, it's nowhere near as. Uh, uh, as dramatic, um, whereas, I mean, the worst thing for her at the moment, she can't have any of her friends over to play or her go over to her right. friends' places right. to play, whereas when it's your daughter's age, well, it's it's far more serious business, isn't it? So, Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a memory that she can tell her children 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, I feel bad for significant her. Significant you know. things, uh, you know, really in the um, in the last fifty years. I mean, I, my parents um, uh, when they retired, they bought a place up here, sold the house in Melbourne, and they moved up here. And Dad's eighty seven, and Mum's eighty one, and they're in really good health and what have you. And uh, of course, you're not supposed to be sort of seeing them. And of course, they're in that age group where yeah, they're far course. more right. Um, susceptible to um, contracting the virus. Sure, so yeah. um, I sort of go over and uh, I have a drink uh, on the balcony and just look in at them and uh, we have a chat that way. Um, but they're sort of like, well, we lived through World War II, uh, albeit as children, um, admittedly. But they're sort of like, oh, well, you know, you just got to do what you're told. And, and, yeah. and it's, but that's that different generation, isn't it? Where, um, yeah, you know, yeah. every, every generation, certainly in our lifetime, um, there hasn't been anything of this sort of magnitude, I don't think. So, yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, oh, it's crazy times. And it'd be interesting to see what everything's like when it is all over. And, um, you know, hopefully I was supposed to come to the, you know, I was hoping to get to the States this year. Um, well, that would have been nice to see you. To, uh, you know, go on a holiday and I've yeah. been to the States in quite a few years, but um, fortunately I hadn't got around to booking tickets or anything, you know, anything like that. But, um, yeah. yeah, you know, maybe next year we'll wait and see. <laughs> well, I have a trip to the Cook Islands booked for, oh, Septem- for September. So I'm hoping that we return to a bit of normalcy by then. Yeah, I think that it might be uh, right on the edge there. Hopefully, I uh, yeah, think all work so. Out. So hopefully it'll work out. But we'll mm. we'll see what it's looking like, and if I have to cancel that trip or postpone it for a future date, then mm. I'll do what I have to do. But I know people that have been uprooted in much worse ways. You know, we're, we're talking about our kids and the the sacrifices they have to make. It's it's not as dire as maybe some people that no. are going to be losing a business and oh, absolutely you know or, absolutely. or trying to recover from anything that's going to affect them you know so um oh absolutely i mean that's the thing if the worst thing we've got going on is we're not going on a holiday uh, we're doing yeah pretty yeah. well it's uh yeah. as you say people are losing businesses and um and all sorts, and you know, all the, and all, and all the strains uh, on family life that go with all those things as well. And uh, well, even just again, when you were listening to the interview you did with with uh, Jason Lee, um, you know, for the performers, for people in the arts, um, sure, yeah, you know, that's if they're. I mean, as he was saying, you know, he's got his hand in uh, different sort of pots. You know, he's got different things so he's okay but you know for a lot of people if that's their only source of income well that's it's taken away from you overnight isn't it um, oh yeah yeah and uh, and all the and all the uh, you know tiki oasis and all the you know in the tiki community you look at all the events there that they've all either been cancelled or they're trying to work out when yeah, they're yeah. going to be put on well um you know that's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of money and time that's sort of gone it's um we were very lucky i'm on the committee of a uh a, a car show and car show and pinup show and called dalesford motor fest that we have here and it's it's a pretty big event and fortunately it was in february and um we were very lucky to to get through it was yeah, really yeah. only a, you know a few weeks and we just sort of think oh if we hadn't um 
you know, only you if just we've been a month later, well, it might not have happened at all. <laughs> yeah. and, um, so. did, they, did they give you guys an estimate of when they expect normalcy to return for you? Not really. I mean, people are... Um, oh, look, I was hoping Donald Trump said it was all going to be done by Easter, didn't he? So I was well, like, yeah, be- <laughs> and everyone out here was saying, no, that's not realistic. Yeah. You know? um, no, but- look, I, I, I don't I really don't see I, I, how long this lockdown phase remains. I I'm sort of hoping it's over by, you know, sort of May or June. Yeah, is yeah. what some people are saying, but. That's what they're then saying other, here. Other yeah. people are saying other. So I, who knows? I mean, the the curve has certainly flattened here. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, it's flattened uh, each day in the last uh, three or four days. I think. Well, here in Victoria, well, here in Melbourne, uh, I think we're, we're a city of five and a half or six million. So I'm trying to think of what a city in the US of that size would be. What would that be? Like uh, Chicago size or something like that? Like LA is about that yeah. size, I think. Uh, I yeah, yeah. I don't know off the top of my head the the population well, estimate I, of Los Angeles. I I, I want to say it's somewhere around those numbers. Yeah. Well, it's we only had thirty three new cases uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, so and it's been going down each day. Now whether that continues, um, I don't know. But I suppose they're also they don't want people to you know take their foot off the gas. Of either, course. I yeah, they want yeah. people to. Don't want people to get complacent uh, sure. about, um, you know, doing yeah. the right thing and yeah. Yeah. take off again. So I yeah. really don't know, Adrian. I sort of it's uh, it's very strange, and it's I can't uh, well, I can't think of anything it in think of anything in my lifetime that's been anything like it. It's it's quite bizarre. No, it is so, quite bizarre, and and you know here in the states they still don't have enough test kits. So the yes. numbers that we're seeing, I don't think mm-hmm. are entirely accurate because that's uh, been the same issue here too. Because yeah, once, once everybody really starts getting tested, once they have enough test kits mm-hmm. to go around to the people that have symptoms. And again, they're only testing people with symptoms. If you're asymptomatic, then you know, mm. people don't think to go in to get tested. Right. So even then the numbers will still be inaccurate, but Mm. so they say that it's going to get worse because we just don't have enough tests to go around yet. So the numbers are not going to really reflect what is out there, but, but yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think that's very much the same here. I, I believe the situation's got better in the last, in the last week in regards to the amount of test kits, but, um, it certainly was one of the big talking points that there was a massive shortage. And I suppose it is a huge logistic issue, isn't it? It's, uh, um, to, to, to get that sort of volume of, and also the trained personnel. I mean, the other thing is we've had, you know, a couple of hospitals where all of a sudden you've got, um, you know, nursing staff or, or or people at the hospital, whether they're nursing staff or doctors or what have you, have become uh, infected. So you're losing staff, and yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Not not in, not in big numbers, fortunately. Not not like the horror stories you hear out of uh, Italy and, um, and sure. Spain and what have you. Um, but yeah, enough to to be of a real concern. So I I I, I feel like we've. I've, I just sort of get that feeling we've got away uh, with things a little bit 
better than than possibly yeah. you guys in the states. Um, I feel like that's um, the way things are. I think the isolation of our cities as well, in, in that they're long distances uh, from each other, probably that, that, that helps. helps as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, let let that me ask you. Makes a difference. You guys had a giant wildfire out there earlier this year. Absolutely. That was here in Victoria and in and extending around into New South Wales. So the um, so Victoria is uh, Melbourne's the capital city of uh, so, Victoria. Sydney's the capital of um, New South Wales. Okay. And okay. Uh, enormous, yeah, enormous fires. Um, and so we'd really only just got over that. When, so that's what I was going to uh, ask. I mean, are you still mm. dealing with that too? Because yeah. that's heartbreaking. The oh, wildlife absolutely. that was lost and the devastation, and of course, just the yes. just the um, way that a fire devastates. Oh, it's massive. Well, you guys know all about it. You have them over there. We call them bushfires. You guys call them forest fires, don't you? Wildfires over there. Yeah, we, we they're seasonal, so we get them in the yeah. summertime when it gets mm-hmm. hot and on windy days. All it takes is a little spark. That's right. Right. Someone throws a cigarette out a car window or. Something yeah, exactly, and the, the winds bang up. Yeah, it goes. The winds just push it up the mountain, and and then you know if if you've ever been to the Los Angeles area, there are a lot of communities. I have, yeah. You so you have so you're familiar with a lot of yep. communities being built in these hillsides. Yeah, and that's right. So it will devastate a community, you know. Um, but oh, it's amazing. It's 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 the, the the bushfires this year. I mean, we had. It'll be 10 years or so ago now. They call it Black Saturday. It was horrendous. And more lives were lost then. Wow. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the fires this year were horrendous all down Gippsland. There were people trapped on beaches. We had the Navy coming oh, down from God. Sydney to evacuate people off beaches because wow. the fire was surrounding towns, uh, little coastal towns. Um, oh, it was horrendous. And, um we have a lot of American and Canadian firefighters come out um, yeah. uh, and helping Australians go over during your time as well. So it's um, – but it's, it's, it is absolutely horrific. Oh, the amount of wildlife that's lost is just – Heartbreaking. Comprehension. It's heartbreaking. Mm, no. It is. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And a lot of those people – a lot of those little towns – um, again, they're tourist towns, not not dissimilar to to the town that I live in, um, and they'd be just getting back on, the, just attempting to get back on their feet, and now they've been hit with this. Uh-huh. Um, oh so sort of, your heart goes out to them. It's just a case of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be sort of thinking, oh, well, yeah, what what can I possibly do to, um, you know? I, I think one of the big issues that's going to come out of uh, um, the the corona um, crisis or whatever we want to call it is a lot of a lot of people are going to suffer with some pretty serious mental health issues as sure, well yeah. I think uh, you know I think people around our age group I mean I know I've got mates um, uh, from my time in the navy and and other friends and what have you that are you know that the age that we're at they suffer from uh, some mental health issues um, sure. you know just depression and what have you PTSD but this is certainly exacerbating those sorts of things too yeah. I think that's, yeah that's something we've got to you know it's not hard to pick up a phone and ring a mate you know is it and, you know, say how you're going it's <laughs> a great piece of advice <laughs> yeah yeah but um, yeah it's going to be hopefully it won't be that long and you know we can get back to 
bit of normal behaviour. In the meantime, I'm had the riptides playing this morning. Um, oh, awesome! So it's yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So um, I love it. I kept. I keep hitting him up. Come on, when are you going to do an Australian tour, please? Come right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the bug in his ear too, and we'll see if we That's can it. get him out there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Uh, so. I think that uh, that that it'll be a while before any of that happens, but I think so. Yeah. I suspect that once normalcy returns, that things will ramp up pretty quickly. Um, I think so. I think people will be dying to get out. And, I think so too. Uh, yeah. Oh. You know, yeah. they'll be dying just to get out and see anything. I don't think. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think they'll care what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll go and watch ti- the Titanic at the at the cinema again. That's how bad. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. sort of hoping. I think I think we're, we're um, tiki cultures maybe getting a bit of a better hold here in Australia. Uh-huh. I'm hoping. So um, we've you know we've got a few bars around the country. There's not not many. There's uh, the Luau in Melbourne's probably the yeah, and this—that's the, the second the, location. The yeah, uh, I—I've been wanting to find my way out there to Melbourne, and um, I just haven't—I just haven't done it, and I regret not having gone there before the first location of the Luau shut down. Yeah, thankfully yep. they reopened, but um, yeah, and it's terrific too. It's yeah. um, uh, I won't judge on how how accurate it is to truth ticky culture or anything like that but it's, it's fair i've only been a couple of times um but I was, I was actually going to be going down last week and catching up with a mate um but of course that hasn't happened um a mine that was going to be there but it's it's really terrific it's got a really it's got a really good feel to it yeah and, um, yeah. and they're good people um and there's another one in sydney called jacoby's i've been to which is um is pretty good um and there's another one I went to in, in Cairns, and um, uh, Cairns is in far northern Queensland, so okay. it's, um, it's a long way away. It's up in crocodile country, and um, it's, uh, there's a little bar there called Flamingos, and um, they, do, they do some good cocktails there, okay. especially in okay. this, you know, 100-degree heat outside, so it's uh, the right uh, yeah, yeah. to, to my entire life away sort of thing. Yeah. So, and I, um, I think there's no, uh, the one in, I think it's in Adelaide, Hades Hula House. Yes. Is yeah, it Hades? Hades Hula House. Hades, yeah, I, okay, I haven't yeah. been there. Yeah, so. Uh, I haven't been there. That's supposed to be pretty good too and a yeah. good crew of people as well. Yeah, a friend of ours out here, one of the bartenders from the Tonga Hut, he helped set up the cocktail oh, menu cool. out there. So. Yeah, he brags about it all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide's a good little city too. Much smaller, much smaller city than uh, than Melbourne or Sydney. Um, but yeah, it's a good little city. It's uh, look for Americans. I think when all this when when this all goes down, if people have got some money saved, the, the Australian dollars um, in the doldrums a bit at the moment. I think it's we're about sixty cents to the US dollar. Oh wow! It's, it, it makes for a good value holiday. Yeah, I'll yeah. Tell you what? Um, yeah. Admittedly, you got to sit on a plane for twenty four hours, which is about as exciting as doing dentistry on yourself. But it's um, <laughs> it's it's, it's, worth it's, the trip. it's good value for money, you know, at the moment. So I got to find know, my way pl- down there. Plan a holiday. Yeah. Out here, it's uh, you know you go to a few few different places. Um, yeah, you have a good you have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I've got to find my way down there one of these days. 
So oh, you'll get heat one day. When, when this this whole pandemic thing is over, I'm gonna start doing some research and I'll I'll figure it out and I'll let you know. Uh, you know, maybe um, we can do some kind of a meetup or something. So absolutely. Oh no, it'd be lovely to. We'd uh, yeah, we'd I'd love, love to host you here. I was oh, always, I'd, love that. Um, I'd love to see. Very, I'd love to see the community out there. I mean, I I know a few of the tiki folks from Melbourne. So. Um, you see, I don't, I mean, I know, you know, I sort of, we all sort of follow each other on, or I, you know, follow people on Instagram. Instagram's probably the, the you know, the best thing for Tiki, I suppose, the Tiki community, yeah. isn't it? Um, and Facebook and what have you. So I, I, I sort of follow a lot, but not living in Melbourne as such, I, I you know, I don't know that many people. I've yeah, got a, a friend yeah. over here in Kite and he's a mad uh, mug collector. And, okay. um so, uh, you know, I, I chat with him and uh, I've got a few friends that are into, you know, Martin Denny and a bit of Arthur Lyman along with myself. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the tiki uh, isn't just is, – it's not as well organised as it is in the States, but I feel like it's – it's got a. I feel like it's building up a bit of a following. Um, so I think so. Um, I mean, we we, mm. we see stuff happening with uh, with our friends in Australia. So um, there's some good mug makers and everything as yeah. well, like Danielle Mann. Um, yeah, in, that's, um, I was just going to mention. She's her. up in Brisbane. Oh, she is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's, I thought she was uh, too. Her, her mugs are fabulous. I haven't got one of hers yet, but I've, I'm sort of uh, keep my eye out. Um, I'd like, like to get one of hers, and um, yeah, there's some good artists around. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Glenn Robinson, known as Grob Cartoons, he does some okay. he does some okay. good ticky stuff, sort of in a shag sort of style. That's that sort of uh, style. He, he uh, I got a few of his pieces, and uh, there's a great gallery in Melbourne, um, Otray Gallery. And oh yeah. Yeah, Pardon me. they um they stock a lot of stuff too. So I think um I know I know uh, that gallery. gallery down there. Shag yeah. did some mugs for them uh, ages ago, a few yes. a few years back. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't know they were still around. Yeah, they got two galleries. They got two galleries in Melbourne, one right in the centre of the city, and one in one of the suburbs in Fitzroy. And um, yeah, so I've got I've got a few shag prints and uh, and a bit of Derek Yanniger stuff as well, of course, okay. and yeah. some Yanniger mugs and. Uh, Tiki Farm, and they they stock mugs and everything as well. So that's um, so that's pretty cool. So I okay. sort of uh, um, I sort of every time I'm or not every time I'm in Melbourne, but every time I go there, I'll even if I can't afford to buy a new print, I'll, I'll <laughs> grab a mug. You know, <laughs> it's the cheap it's the cheaper alternative. Right, the bigger, the right. biggest problem is the the cost of freight. You know, um, sure uh, from the states. You know, and with the Australian dollar at the moment, I was I was going to buy some mugs. I really wanted that. Um, I liked some, a bit of oddball stuff, and there's a Tiki Farm's got that Red Baron mug out at the moment. I'm not and, familiar um, with that one, and I was and I was quite keen on. Getting that, and the the cost of the mug was all right, but then when it came to the freight, yeah. I'm like, oh, it always you know, is. The, yeah, it's a killer. It is. So it I'm is. Sort of like, oh, I'll wait till I get the minute O tray, and then I'll. I really like the Tiki Farm mugs. I've got, I've got a lovely, a lovely big green one. It's a really tall one, and it was from the Newport, made for the Newport Hotel in Western Australia. Now. Okay. I believe they had some sort of tiki bar within the hotel, and this is some years ago. Um, so, and that just came. I found that mug just at a little, uh, or a friend of mine actually found it um, uh, down in 
down in one of the country areas here, so which was very strange. But it's a beautiful mug. But yeah, I like their mugs and and some of the I love the Eakin Booker mugs and yes, yeah, so it'll yeah, be dangerous I, I next time I come to the states. I'll be t- have to take another suitcase with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's uh, typically what I do is I'll bring a, a backpack. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll put that in my luggage and then whatever mugs I get, I'll put in the backpack so that I'm uh, carrying them. Right. And they're not, <laughs> they're not in the luggage that's thrown around by a baggage, oh, no, no. baggage handler. Yeah. So uh, that, that's, that's got just the ultimate <laughs> level of disappointment by the right. time you get home written all over right. it, hasn't it? No, right. you did that, but, uh, and so oh, far no, so yeah, good. You know, great I, mugs. I, I love them. I love them. So. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. I have to, uh, I have to just uh, temper my, yeah, miss spending at times between the car and the and and mugs. So I get it. What do I need? I do it. I need to buy something for the car, or do I buy something <laughs> for the mugs? You know? Yeah, it's all a bit of fun. Sometimes it's a tough choice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, Kier, I appreciate the the conversation. My pleasure, Adrian. It's lovely to talk to you. Yeah, you too. And one of these days, I hope to meet you in person. I'd, I'd love to either, if I get down there or you get out here to Los Angeles, we got to get some hang time. I'd love to have Absolutely. you at the Desert Oasis room and make you a cocktail. Oh, that would be that would be absolutely fantastic. And I'll bring some, uh, what can I bring you from Australia? I'm trying to think. Um, I'll have to bring you some good. Do you drink red wine? Yeah, I'll drink red wine. You don't have to bring Fantastic. me anything, but I mean, it would be great if you did, but you don't have to. You know, I'll tell you this. Every time I go to the Cook Islands, I I, I try, I try, I try. I put the Vegemite <laughs> on toast and I just, I just can't, I can't enjoy it. I, you know, and I try. You know, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a secret, Adrian. Okay. I cannot, I cannot stand it. Um, oh, you Vegemite, can't. Which, oh. I, I thought all Australians loved it. I thought it was like peanut butter for you guys. And is, so I thought. That is a complete and utter myth. Um, okay. okay. I, 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 mind you, I, I'll keep an eye at the front. There might be some sort of uh, um, pitchfork gang might come and, you know, set to me for saying it. But I, um, <laughs> I, I can't. So my father loves it. My father absolutely loves it. And he looks at me when I look at him in disgust when he's eating. <laughs> um, and I always say to him, I said, it, it tastes about as good as it looks, Dad. <laughs> and he just he just looks at me and says, "What's wrong with you?" But I but no, I look. I can't stand it. It's horrible. Don't feel bad about it, and don't let Australians uh, tell you that it's uh, that it's uh, good stuff. Because, well, uh, yeah, it's okay, healthy for you, but that's about it. You're the first Australian that's <laughs> that said that to me because and and I've and I've thought like, you know, what am I missing? You know. But so I guess what I'm getting at is, if you're coming, if you're going to bring something, bring something like that. Bring something that is. Australian okay. that, you know, uh, changed my mind. It, bring me something oh, that I bring. Uh, maybe I'm I'll bring not. Tim, I'll bring Tim Tam biscuits. I don't know whether you've ever. I've heard of those. listening now and they'll say, yes, but bring I don't think the Tim I've Tam had biscuits. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard of Tim Tam biscuits, but I don't think I've had them. So that would be awesome. They are outstanding. But yeah, I'd love to host you here. And if if you're able to come out sometime, let me know ahead of time and and I'll open up a couple of days and maybe I can be a tour guide for you too. Uh, that would be amazing. I will I'll certainly try to get there uh, sooner than later, Adrian. We hope we see you down here. In, uh, I'd love that too. Um, yeah. In uh, 
in Australia um, or any you know any of the tiki community it's if they're uh, getting down to Australia they, they have a great time they'll have um, uh, they'll have a lot of fun they'll have a lot of fun yeah, we, yeah. we love we love showing guests around as well like the same as uh, you know when whenever I've spent time in the states um, I think we're we're fairly similar beasts I think Americans and Australians we love oh I, um, I, I love doing that showing too. our friends different places yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll show you some fun places and and we'll do some stuff that maybe is off the radar, you know, that that yeah, aren't yeah. in the tour books. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. And get on the bike, too. I heard you talking to uh, Jason about getting a bike. Yeah, and, uh, I'd like to. I have a beach uh-huh. cruiser, but I don't have anything with gears. So uh, Just don't go riding with him. I wouldn't go riding with him, and I ride fairly regularly. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what I end up with. But uh, Yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll reach out to you for some advice, too. So, <laughs> our pleasure, Adrian. <laughs> well, Kier, before I wrap up, is there anything that you'd like to throw out there for our guests? Do you want to throw out any links or any uh, oh, I'm to, I'm social media well, or anything like that? If they if they look up, I mean, uh, I mean, I follow a lot of uh, I follow a lot of people on uh, Instagram, um, so they might know me as McLennan Cycles. Um, okay. Uh, M C L E double N A N cycles um they go oh yeah that guy's liked my pictures before um uh so people are more than welcome to follow me and if they're ever thinking about coming down to australia please you know don't hesitate in uh contacting me i'm always happy to you know give people some advice on anything like that but apart from that i yeah perfect Perfect. roll along like that adrian perfect well thank you again Kier. And stay safe out there, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you, Adrian, and for you and um, and all your listeners. Uh, yeah, stay safe and uh, um, behave yourselves, and and just drink good quality cocktails, and you'll get through this fine. Sure. Here we go. Words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Kier. Thanks again. Cheers, mate. Good Cheers. On you. Bye. Cheers.